Welcome to the Single Parent Podcast. Whether you've been a single parent for a while now or have just started on your journey, the Single Parent Podcast is a safe place for single parents to get some great information and resources, hear the stories of fellow single parents, and connect with a strong and supportive community. We want to help you go from surviving to thriving. Everybody, welcome back to the Single Parent Podcast. We are so glad you guys joined us today. We are now episode 69. And as promised by Christina and myself last week, we've <laughs> yes, our guests are already laughing. It's yes, we totally line this up. We totally line this up. So, Christina, what are we talking about today? Well, it would only make the most sense in episode 69 to talk about sex. Part two. We needed to make it happen. And part one, we had two male guests. So today we are bringing an all-female panel for sex part two. It's going to get into the thick of it, (laughs) Uh, literally speaking. Um, But I wanted to introduce our guest today. So we have Ali on with us today. And we also have our guest, Linnea, who's on for our third time as a guest. I think that's the most we've had from one guest coming on. Uh, She's already shared her story and she came on for a dating, uh, was it dating episode? A panel. It was dating, yeah. Yeah, and that was sex panel. So welcome Allie, because it's your first time. You're a virgin, but now we're going to pop that cherry into the sex episode. (laughs) And Linnea, welcome back. So maybe both of you just tell us a little bit about who you are and why the fuck you agreed to come on this podcast about sex. (laughs) I'm Allie, and this is a topic that we would all talk about all the time when you were still here and good to chat and share experiences. It makes the most sense to do it with a bunch of best friends too, because it'll be easier to talk about these things with someone who we're comfortable with. And who else would I pick? Who else would I pick, honestly? Um, Linnea, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself so they have an idea who you are if they haven't listened to all the episodes. Well, if they haven't listened to all the episodes, they probably should go back and listen to the episodes because, hello. Was a single mom for a long time. I'm now in a relationship uh, for the first time in about five years. And I mean, who doesn't want to spend their Monday night talking about sex on episode 69? I mean, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. It's the place to be. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think I speak for Christina when I say that we both appreciate that. Because, yeah, this podcast is a good time. So... Uh, to jump right in then, do we want to just start with the questions and yeah. kind of get the topics going here? So just for a little backstory, so everyone knows, uh, on social media, I did post um, asking our listeners to give us their questions or even anonymous confessions to allow us to provide our opinions about that. So it's sort of a, a mix of everything I wrote all the questions down because I was like oh these are juicy and like I appreciated the candid questions some of them I'm like oh shit am I really gonna answer that but I probably will because I'm sipping on rum tonight (laughs) does everyone have their drinks collected here 
But yeah, we can totally jump in to the questions, Christina. I sent them to you as well. So we can sort of go back and forth. And I would say, and let's ask Ali and Linnea, do you think that we should be answering them as well? Or do you just want us to ask you all the questions? (laughs) Oh, no, we definitely want to hear your side too. I mean, I'm open too. If you need, yeah, you do. Um, I mean, I'm open to, <laughs> if you guys have questions for us, I think that we should be open to answering any additional stuff that might come up along the way, but don't be scared when we throw it right back. <laughs> and we should also say just as off the get-go here, that if there are questions, and this could go for me and Christina as well, I'm probably not for Christina, probably more for me. If there are any questions you're not comfortable answering, because obviously, yes, this is about sex and we are, you know, having an open forum here. If there are any questions either of you are uncomfortable with, it's okay not to answer. Like we're not going to force anybody. No, 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 no. Okay. (laughs) This is also consent, which is part of it, right? So we do want to make sure, right? So we do want to make sure that you guys are comfortable with it. So it's okay. And there is zero judgment if you say pass or you know, want to keep that under wraps or whatever it is, you know, so I have a feeling I will probably say that more than most as Christina well knows. <laughs> she needs more rum in her drink. You know what I do? I said at the beginning, I do have a rum and Coke and because they're both the same color, you can't tell how much rum or Coke is in there. So this could just all be rum right now. So who knows what's going to happen tonight? <laughs> it could be. Mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start us off, Christina? Yeah, I think I do. Okay, go ahead. Let me be dominant today. Okay. Actually, I'll 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 take I'll take that back because there's one that I see here that is actually appropriate to start with, and that is how important is foreplay? Oh well, that's absolutely. a good question. Very right. yeah. mm-hmm. preheat the oven. Yeah. yeah. Amen. I mean, if you're just going in and you're not giving a little taste of what is going to come. You're just going in dry, man. Like it's not going to be a good time for anybody. (laughs) That's my opinion. What do you think, Allie? Is it something that needs to happen? Uh, Yes, I definitely agree. It always kind of has to happen first, but I mean, there's times too where you just, I don't know, you're just having a quick quickie and I'm sorry, but my foreplay, like when we foreplay, it's it's a, not just like a quick foreplay. It's like a drawn out process too. It's <laughs> a lot of fun first, right? But uh, you wait, well, when you go to the amusement park, you wait in line for two hours first and then you have the ride. So you have the long, the long foreplay. But Ooh. if it's like a quickie, you don't have, you just, you're excited and you go. And then later on, you have another long foreplay and you go, but. Mix of both, I, like I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're right. It's, it's situational. There's going to be times yeah. where it's like, bitch, bend over. Like, we're going to get this done. <laughs> or like, maybe right? you're doing the dishes and he's like, let me just. And then it's like game over. But like. Yeah. Spon- so that's spon- what we're calling it now. Fun. Doing doing the dishes is what we're calling it now. Okay. Sure. I can roll with that. <laughs> Taking a load of laundry in the dishwasher. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a thing. Right? I, I, that was a good yeah. startup question to preheat the oven, as Linnea would and say. And actually, I have a follow-up <laughs> kind of down the road, because I know for women, like, aside from, say, like, a quickie or or that, for women, 
I feel like for us, it could be more important than it is for guys to do that, right? Because for for us, if that doesn't happen, it can actually be kind of painful if, if that yeah. doesn't happen, right? Totally. So like with the quickie side of things, you could probably do foreplay and like what constitutes foreplay is that the physical part of it or is it like little sexy messages throughout the morning or is it like like kind of a mental buildup so that you know when you do have the quickie or whatever you know you kind of have a little bit of the mood going so for you ladies what constitutes foreplay and kind of what's your what's your favorite kind of foreplay is it like the mental emotional one or is it the physical yeah and I think you're right I think like if it's a if it's a quickie you're probably already warmed up like there's <laughs> yes. a reason that you're just banging it out just to get it done yeah. so there's not as much heating needed because it's obviously already happened in some way or another yeah I think for me I'm more of the mental like if someone's messaging me throughout the day that's good like let's get that you know texting back and forth like sending raunchy shit like that's fun to me like it just excites you with like what's gonna come it's almost like you're role playing in a way when you're messaging Mm. back and forth throughout the day and then when it happens you're like acting out what you've been talking about all day which can make it a little bit more fun or you throw a couple little extra things in there so I think I'd say it's more mental for me like if it's going into quickie mode but I mean if we're having like a long drawn out night and we're going to be up fucking all night then yeah like foreplay is going to be really important <laughs> have you guys like gone all night I've never gone all night oh fuck yeah at yeah. all like it's yeah. it's gone till like early hours of the morning <laughs> but I've never gone like all night so you like have you guys gone all night Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do oh, you yeah. do that? Like, how does that stand? Like, do you have to stop Lube. and snack in between? <laughs> Lube. <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm... I'm just thinking, like, energy-wise, like, do you not need to, like, rehydrate or, like, have a snack or something? I mean, it sounds kind oh, yeah. of ridiculous, like, five, but, have like... Have a smoke, have a glass of water, and go again. Did you just yeah. say high five? <laughs> <laughs> high five, have a smoke, get a snack, and go again. <laughs> Right. And, you know, this actually is a good follow up, too, is one of the questions that someone had asked, which makes a lot of sense for this question, is what is the most amount of times you've done it in one night? Mm. (laughs) Allie looks like really, really guilty right now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I can't even... Oh, like I know on a weekend adventure, I think I came back while well, y'all know, and it was like, I needed a wheelchair and frozen peas. It was done probably more than like 30 times that weekend. Like it was, <laughs> right? Like, Hot damn girl. Woo. Get it. Get Love it. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you got to have a good time. I think the most times I went in one night, it, we were at a hotel, so We got there at like five. We didn't leave until like 11 at checkout the next day. And I I know it was more than 20 times and it like hurt the last few times because it was so like raw at that point. I was like, oh my God, there's not enough lube in this world to keep me going. And I don't even know how his dick worked anymore. Like honestly. (laughs) Oh, because at that point it's like chafing for him and you. Yeah. It's just like uncomfortable. (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember I grabbed a bag of I, well, what I thought was a just a regular Ziploc bag, packed it with ice. And I was like, okay, hold. We're sitting there. It was one of the vegetable like bags. So it was perforated. And so I had like, why is it melting? Like, is it that swollen <laughs> and sore? No, it was just perforated for the vegetables. <laughs> So the bed yes. was wet. No, you know, it wasn't for me, but <laughs> so it was wet, but not the like nice. Not the kind we were hoping gotcha. for. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. I've actually I've actually um timid, if that's the right word, to say how many times I have because I <laughs> three. Three, that's the most. And for the longest time it was once. And Ooh. three was like like a big deal for me. So that like big deal. I'm like that hearing you ladies. I'm like, was, how? Oh, it's like just one time and then you guys yeah. would go to bed and then you got up to three. Like that's just the beginning of amazingness for you. Like it's like building up to like something bigger and better. But let me tell you, there's nothing great about like 20 times in a night. Like it starts to hurt. Like me and Ali said, like oh. you're uncomfortable. Right. But like a good four or five times, like that can be a lot of fun. It's like, let's do this. Let's go again. Right. Especially if you get a few drinks. In the words of Nicki Minaj, if he can't uh, can't fuck three times the night pace. <laughs> yes, <Wow>. yes. <laughs> what about you, Linnea? You're you're staying a little quiet right now, so I'm I'm waiting to see what you have to I was say. I think this. I don't know if I've ever I don't know if I've ever actually like sat and counted because right. I think it's also like there's how many times but then there's also like okay but how long did each time actually last did you do like 20 quickies or were you like going at it hard for an hour and a half four times right mm. right like big difference um definitely gone all night but i don't think i ever counted how many times maybe i should next time well that's this is <laughs> about handy Yes. And it makes me think about our last episode. I don't know if you guys have listened to it yet, but me and Christina did like a little teaser to this episode. And she actually asked me like, how many people have I slept with? And I was like, well, I don't know. I've never counted. I didn't keep track. Like I honestly didn't keep track. So I'm going to throw that question to you guys. Cause I don't want to be the only one that answered that. And you don't have to answer it, but I did just to, no pressure though. How many people have you guys slept with? I feel like I made a count of it one time, like sat down and had to think it through. Remember both of their names. So that was a plus. The other ones were like, oh, that was the guy yeah. that had the dirty couch in his basement, whatever. But dirty couch <laughs> guy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember now, but I know it was like 26, 27, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right. I, the fact that you know, like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't even remember what I said. I know it was definitely more than 20, but like under. I think you said so it was many. around, it was, you said it was under 50. Yeah, between, you know, 20 and 50. I can't remember after that. Like, it could be more. It could be less. I don't know. Allie's face <laughs> is like. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Allie can't count that high, guys. She's from. Oh. I can count to potato, uh, but no, I, we're not going there. We're, we're not going there. <laughs> no. She had fun. She had fun. Or she didn't have fun at all. We don't know. So if you want to know, you'll have to get to know her a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm, Christina, you got a question for us. I do. Go for it. Find find one for us. (laughs) Okay. So how important is it for a woman to know if a man is good at sex? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's important to me. I feel like because my love language is physical touch, I need to know if they're good in bed in the bedroom like I don't want to have to keep training someone I want them to be quite experienced so I feel like they know how to throw it down and if they don't like that's a super disappointment so that whole like 90 day rule of like waiting to have sex with someone I don't like it because what if you have a really good emotional connection with them and then it's just like when you get to the bedroom like that would not be a good time for me um and who wants to wait three months to fuck like if I'm with someone <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah what what do you guys think Let, let's hear what you have to say I'm curious I mean you're not gonna buy a car without test driving it right that's mm-hmm. I mean I I can I'm not a religious person so you know I can understand the religious side of things if people are waiting till marriage but then you also don't believe in divorce. So if you wait till your wedding night to sleep with this person, now you're stuck. Like, what if they, I'm not training something. I'm sorry. I've got kids and a dog and I'm not training a grown ass man. <laughs> Allie, I need to know where are you at with this? <laughs> um, well, there's a reason we won't discuss numbers. Um, because, so no, I, uh, I don't agree with the, the waiting three months or three dates or whatever it's supposed to be. I think when you're meeting with someone, whether it's online or in a relationship, you kind of already set the premises on what's going to happen. You already kind of know as a woman, you already know, you're like, all right, we're going to do this. Or eh, I don't know, feel it out and wait until you're comfortable to just go ahead and do it. But I think, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't wait because I want to know. And if it's horrible and what you're packing is not what I like, see you later. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. What about you, Christina? Where are you at with it? I feel like you might have a different opinion, but I'm I curious. do. I know. I know I'm the odd woman out here with it for no, me. But I like yes, it because yes. there's other people who think the way that you do too, right? Like, yeah, we're not all going to have the same opinions on everything. That would true. be weird. For me, it's twofold. One is I I am religious. And so that does play into it for me. The other part is that um, in order for me, I think it's called a a demisexual. In order for me to be physically, like sexually attracted to someone, I need to have built an emotional connection with them. And my comfort level with it, because um, I've only ever been with three people, that part of it is uh for me is if it's in a relationship and that and that's just my preference that's how i that's where i my comfort level is with it because i i do want to get to know someone mentally and emotionally before sharing that part of myself um so yeah for for me i'm i am okay waiting and i know that that's you know not popular (laughs) it's so dating has been a little bit difficult for me but I know that okay I just I just need to wait for someone who is 
like-minded, right? And so it, it is taking longer, obviously, but um, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it is that for me, those, those things need to kind of progress before I feel comfortable sharing that part of myself. And it's, it, it is a comfort level thing for me, um, because it is a very intimate part of who I am that I don't share and I haven't shared with very many people. So for me, it is something I, I lock down pretty, pretty toughly, um, but man, once once that's established, woo, <laughs> all in, all in. Because I am I'm the kind of person who will be all in. So for me, it's connected with the relationship, not necessarily just sex. It's connected with the relationship portion of it. So once the relationship has been established, then I'm all in, and it's like, okay, let's do this. Um, but yeah, I I understand the you don't want to be stuck with someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Has that but ever I'm happened also, to you? Uh, like a, I'm just curious because you do yes. wait. So have you been yes. stuck with something that, you know, you got a shitty Buick when you wanted a Jeep? I don't know. <laughs> yes, that that has happened. Um, and I know what we've you talked do, girl? about that before. <laughs> well, like I'm not opposed, and it's not necessarily instructing someone. I totally understand what what you ladies are saying about not wanting to instruct someone or like train someone. I also think there's some leeway of when you're with someone new, it takes a bit of time to figure out your preferences and what you like and how you like it. And there's there's a little bit of something to be said for that. I don't particularly want to train someone per se. I do want someone who like knows what's down there and I don't have to like bring out a diagram and this is this and that is that. And like that, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Right. You don't like the DJ, the one that's like... <laughs> Chart at the disco. Oh man, okay. We're gonna have that as a as a future question because I like that. I like that. That's okay. I'm making a mental note there. But like you do want someone who knows what they're doing, but also like because I don't know what he likes. Maybe he likes things a certain way and I like things a certain way. So maybe that's a segue question. Like, have you guys encountered situations where it has taken a bit of time for you guys to figure out what you do like? And about about how long does that take? to do that. Cause I've never had, aside from my marriage, I've had uh, a four month relationship and a five month relationship, which is kind of on that short, long-term like border. So I'm curious, like how long does it take to figure each other out? Like, do you guys, have you guys had that experience? I don't think I've stuck around that long. Like if it's just that, I'm not coming back for seconds. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. <sighs> yeah. I recall something. Yeah. We've had these conversations, clearly. I'm like, yeah. brought the wrong kind of meat. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly what was going through my head. The no meat guy that came with meat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think that's where it kind of falls in for, like, what Christina was saying with, um, with like, sexting, sexting and building it up. And in those conversations, you can kind of tell from their conversation and how they say it back, how comfortable they are. Some people are just naturally shy and they don't like to put it into words and they'll show you. But then there's ones where you can tell where they're like super kinky or they're vanilla and they're not engaging or responding to your responses to things. They're like, ah, okay, no, we're not going there. And you kind of already tell them what you like, like you're planting the seed of what you like in those conversations. And if I'm telling you, okay, you're gonna throw me to the bed and I get there and you're not, no, you didn't follow through. 
So right. have you guys ever had the experience of where you've had that connection and build up over text, but it hasn't happened in real life? Yes. Far too many yes. times. Talk a big or game, they, but you can't they follow just, through. Yeah, they just like go too quick or whatever the case is. <laughs> but I, I will say, <laughs> I will say for me, <laughs> I'm just laughing because like me and Allie know each other really well. Um, for me, like there's this organic connection that I have with someone before I do get intimate with them. Yeah. Um, and I can feel like if there's that physical chemistry there, or if there's an emotional or spiritual connection, that's huge for me. And based on that, I'll know. And I know it's weird. And some people would disagree with this, but if I kiss a guy, I can usually tell if he's going to be good in bed. And if it's going to be the way that I want it to be. And I actually had a conversation with the guy about this. And he's like, well, I never like to kiss unless I'm in a relationship. I'm like, yeah, well, you wouldn't be someone that I would feel like would be good in bed then. Because you'd probably be just taking, taking, taking and not giving. And there's just something about the way a guy kisses that makes you feel wanted or safe or loved or whatever the case is. And that says a lot about what's going to happen next. I remember this one guy, he stuck his tongue down my throat. I said, whoa, like that was too aggressive. Like I felt like I had to push him away because it gave me the ick. Like nobody wants that. Maybe some women do, but not this one. Like I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I have a follow-up question um, with what you were saying to Christina earlier. Um, and it sort of goes hand in hand with it, but do you feel like you know your body well enough to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you during intercourse? And also, do you feel like you know your partner's body well enough to know what works well for them and what doesn't work well for them? And if you're going into it quickly, how do you know, aside from those messages, because maybe there's not text or whatever, maybe they're more of like in-person, how do you know that that's what they're digging? Is it just like a thing that you feel or are they telling you like, fuck you, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you like dropped your, tried to drop your voice at octave there. I appreciate the, uh, be the acting moxie there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Allie, what do you think? Um, I think it's still like, as you're going through it, consent as you're going through and you kind of feel off of the vibe and energy. And if I'm with someone and it's, I don't feel comfortable my body, your body knows, your body's like, okay. And it just kinda, you just get through it. You do the, the bare, not bare minimum, but you just, you do the things, you don't give them the extras if they're not giving you the extras. And sometimes though, like there's some people where I had, I had one situation where they just kept saying, oh yes, Oh yes. I'm like, okay, no, I'm done. Like I didn't go. Any- I was like, <laughs> yeah. I just want you to be done so I can go. Like, I don't want to keep going. So you finish <laughs> strong and you're done. Like, it, but consent is still a huge thing, right? <laughs> you guys all know, but yeah, consent is a huge thing still. Even when you're in a committed relationship and you're trying new things. And uh, we actually recently had a conversation about safe words and I couldn't think of one. And my wonderful friend here says, meatloaf 
So now it's like a joke. So now to use meatloaf and still be serious because I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that is the meaning behind meatloaf. <laughs> <a> safe word. <laughs> it is the perfect safe word. It is. It is. So we, it really we is. Use, we use that and well, we haven't had to use it, but it's that understanding and that that's the part I think that grows as you're maturing yeah. in your situationship or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Situationship. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, on a first meeting, maybe it's not great, but I mean, he's going to be at least decent. Hopefully. And if he's not, then we're not playing around trying to get to know each other's bodies. Like you didn't have a hope in hell, buddy. We are not even getting a call back. <laughs> but you build up. Yeah. You build up the trust after. I mean, I don't know. I am past that point in my life, hopefully forever now. Um, but with the casual sex stuff where it's just, okay, well, let's go out and have a couple drinks and have some fun and maybe you'll get a call the next day. Maybe you won't. I'm not trying to build trust with you. Half the time, I'm not even going to kiss you. Like, I don't want your tongue in my mouth. Like, get in, get off, and get the hell out because I got to go to bed. I got kids to pick up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Christina? Uh, well, to, to answer the first part of it, yes, I do feel I know my body well enough to, and, and just from the experiences that I've had, to know what I currently like. And I'm also open to trying new things with new partners because new partners can bring in experiences and techniques that you have not experienced before, which I have gone through with my relationships. And it's actually been kind of fun to explore that and to try different things, but all always within, like you said, Ali, in that sphere of consent, right? And even if you are in a committed relationship or you do have a sexual relationship with someone, yes. consent is always, always important, always. And I, and all of us agree on that. It doesn't matter if you're married or single or in a relationship. If at any point you say it's not okay, then you stop and you talk about it. So that, um, yeah, I, I think, I think those, those new experiences, um, can then help you in future relationships. Um, in terms of knowing your partner's body, like Linnea said, it could take a little while, you know, but as long as the, the first time is like really good and you're both are like, yeah, that was really good for me you know, then yeah, you have something to build off of. And there's always room to teach each other or like I said, to introduce new techniques. And everyone loves to surprise their partner and get a response of, holy shit. <laughs> like That's like one of the best responses you can get or give, right? Like when your partner does that for you and they do something and they just like blow your mind, that that's one of the best feelings in the world on either side. Right. So, um, yeah, but that that piece about knowing yourself, too, and what you like and you don't like, I think is that's that's really important as, as you yeah. move forward through relationships so that you can communicate that. And that's something that's sometimes lacking quite a bit is communication. Right. So maybe that's that's a, a follow up question. I'm not sure if that's on our list, Christina, there, but how mm. important is it for you ladies to have communication during sex. And I'm not talking about Allie's like, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, experience. And I, I just want to say it was it was deliciously ironic that your response in your brain was, oh, no. 
<laughs> I it, oh man, it was like it went from moisture than an oyster to shriveled up oh. desert. Like no, you just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I geez. even like walked through the grocery store after talk. Like I'm just being like, this happened. Why? Why? And she's like, no, see you later. No. <laughs> Boy, bye. We're not playing that game. Yeah, I no. can't stand when they're talking. Like, shut up, because now you're distracting me. Yeah, it can be quite a distraction, like, yeah. right? Like, or some of that dirty talk or whatever the lingo that they're using. I'm just like, shut the fuck up and let me get off. Like, yeah, like I you're trying too hard, and now you're making me angry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, or I'll be like, gets music on. Put music on. If I don't want to hear you anymore, put music on so I can at least focus on that and drown you off. I mean, like moaning to some extent, yes. Like I want to hear that you're enjoying it, but like you can moan with your mouth closed. Interesting. Ah, oh, see, this is so intriguing to me. So for all three of you, it's basically just shut up. Well, it's not all the time. Don't don't get time. me wrong. Okay. I like some talk, like say something oh. real dirty to me and I, I'll, I'll do it back, you know, but it needs to be in the right context at the right time. There is a time and a place for things to be said. If someone kept saying, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I'd be like, oh no, it wasn't even like that. It was like, yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> You should have yeah. just strangled him out. Like, let's do I this. I'm just... like to be a dominatrix and just like gave it Wait. to him. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try something different now, sweetheart. Just took a gag Put a muzzle a on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's what you should have done, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> I just See, and it. like, I don't mind a bit more communication. And maybe that's just because of my own experiences where um, it, it hasn't always been great that for me, it's almost more important to communicate during to know like, oh, that's not quite here, move over or up or whatever, because I, I might need to do that because I want the experience to be good for me and not just lying there like, okay, that's it, get it over with and, and that. So I'm more Make willing it. to communicate. Yeah, okay, like but, we talked about before. Here, this is the thing, that could be really okay. awkward to me. Like, I feel like that would be okay. like a mood killer if someone's like, oh, a little to the left or uh, a little to the right. There's a time and a place for that. But I feel like that constructive feedback can come after the sex. But in the sex, if you're feeling like they're not hitting the right spots, that's when you got to take control in my opinion and be like, and you're like jump on do, top me and harder. do what I need to do. Yeah. Like fuck me now. Like not. And like, you know, maybe that's what you do, but the context was like, Oh, a little to the right. And I'm like, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, ah, fuck that. Like <laughs> I mean, like completely down. <laughs> Interesting. See, like I, I don't mind that either way. Like I actually, um, for me, it, it is more auditory for for turn-ons for me is something that I've re I've discovered over the course of, of my experiences is that for me yes. auditory is is actually really important for me so to have that feedback kind of counts towards that or hearing my partner you know moan or make noises or things like that like that's actually more of a turn-on for me which which is interesting because in general I'm more of a visual person but when it comes mm -hmm. to intimacy, I've discovered no auditory. Ooh, 
that that's what gets that's what gets me going oh, is that i have a guy for you oh dear <laughs> oh no oh, yes. oh no oh, yeah. oh no uh, yes <laughs> all right i wouldn't do that to you i wouldn't do that please but don't give me like the that. oh yes one man's trash is another's treasure you never know not no no a bad there's <laughs> there's a difference between communication and just like british-esque like af like <laughs> yes no that's just no <laughs> just, no, no. Well, while, just while no. we're on that topic um because you're talking a little bit about like auditory and that kind of thing have any of you ever faked it definitely like in the past now i'm at a point in my life where i'm like i'm not faking shit like if you're not good and your sex is trash i'm not gonna fake it not yep. sending you out into the world to disappoint a million other women. <laughs> gonna know that you suck in bed. Fix it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have faked it um, in the past. But yeah, I, I'm with you, Linnea, on that. I feel like we're at an age now where it's like, if it sucks, I'm not going to be like into it. And I'm just going to be like, okay, unless I want it to be over with, then I'm going to fake it. Like if I'm like, oh, just hurry the fuck up. I like want to go. Like I'm over it. I'd rather use my vibrator than you. I will fake it just so he can finish and then I can be on my merry own way. But like, yeah, I've definitely faked it. I think every woman has at least once in their life. And if they haven't, they're fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which yeah, is sad yeah. like that actually makes me sad that that because that mm. speaks to like a that people pleaser in right. us a, to a certain extent sometimes it's right. just get done and and get out but for for some and i know for me my experience was to people please or partner please and mm -hmm. I'm i'm actually curious have you ladies felt that or experienced that where your partner's pleasure was more important than your own no i don't think no, so that's but i good. think as women like and maybe i'm wrong but i think as women we're just conditioned or society's conditioned to believe that women are just really there to please men um i mean it's slowly mm. changing the narrative is slowly changing with you know feminism and all of this kind of stuff but i think for a large period of time sex was for men and we were just really, you're just there as a warm hole to masturbate into, let's be real. Um, but I don't think that, I think that it's definitely changing now. Um, and I don't think that I've ever been in a position where I feel like I have to let go of my needs because his are more important. Like, no, fuck that. Good for I you. I love that. But I love that you talk about that, Linnea, because you're right. Like, the narrative is changing, but once upon a time that's just the way it was women had to almost bow down to men but I'm hoping that we're now in a place that women can like say my orgasms matter too <laughs> like they do they really fucking Absolutely. do what about you Allie um no I think it's same as like what Linnea said if I'm not getting off with you then I'm pulling out good old Hitachi and I will finish after whether it's before during or after have you done it in front of a guy like after sex when you he knew he didn't get you off you pull out your fucking equipment and 
use it because I have. And oh, it yeah. was, I was pissed. I was pissed off. And I was like, you're pissing me off. Like, I know you're done, but there's things that you can do to make sure that the woman feels like you do right now. And I think sometimes men can be selfish in that. The fact that we have to pull out a vibrator or a dildo or whatever the case is. Like, what the fuck? Do better, men. Just saying. And that's where preheating the oven comes in. Yeah. He's probably going to have a lot better luck if he's warmed you up first. So here's a follow-up question then. Do you ladies feel that your partner is responsible for warming you up, for getting you off, or is it a more of a mutual thing? Well, mutual. they sort Definitely of mutual. Okay, it's mutual, but their equipment's going to help us get there. Do you oh, know of what course. I mean? Like, yeah, their mouth, their hands, their dick—like <laughs> those things are what are going to get us there. Like, we are also responsible for it, but like, we're in it. Like, if we're doing the thing well then do your job too like we're gonna make sure that you're well taken care of that's what we do as women okay (laughs) because I was I was curious about the language there because the language we we use is if he doesn't get me off right so I was just curious about the the language and the wording with that because it 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 sounded a little bit like it was his responsibility to take care of all of that and like we don't do anything which is not the case from what we're talking about here like we're it's we're active participants in this I think where it stems from is you know is he getting his orgasm and then stopping and kind of leaving us with lady blue balls (laughs) essentially well exactly yeah right because it actually is it actually is painful for women too I know that for for guys if they don't it's painful guys it's just as painful for women like I've actually had pain when it hasn't happened I don't know if you guys have experienced that but it it's a physical but I actually feel like emotionally and mentally a little pained because it's almost a feeling of why are you stopping like it's it's like a not a self-worth thing but why is my pleasure not important to you so I'm actually curious like have you guys experienced that because it, it really didn't feel good. Like I actually, I felt like pain, physical pain from it. I'm curious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's a thing. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just, and I wonder if there's some, um, not ignorance, but um, unawareness about about that, you know, because like you said, Linnea, it, women have been um, not subservient, but in the past, sex has been projected for men. That's what they do and if women if women slept with more than one partner oh you were that's scandalous that's scandalous mm-hmm. women are not allowed to do that men on the other hand can go sow their wild oats and all the rest of it and i it's kind of interesting to me to see how that's swung and i love how all you ladies are like so powerful in your sexuality i think that's just fantastic like it's it's so great to talk to women about this. I'm, you know, I'm so glad we did this. We had initially thought of having guys on for this. I'm so glad we decided to have women on. Like, I like this. Mm-hmm. I love this. I agree. What were your thoughts, Ali? I know Linnea shared, but I'm curious. Um, so for me, I, when you're doing foreplay, so I may be the odd, I don't think I'm the odd knowing two of the three of you really well. But when I'm giving a blow, like if I'm giving you a blow job, that also 
turns me on as well. And so when I'm giving a really good, well, I'm really not good, but when I'm giving a blowjob, <laughs> I like to know that like, Love it. he's really enjoying it. <laughs> and like, I'm already like getting wet, ready to go. And that's like, when you're having like these all nighters, that's what's happening. Is it, you know, you, you do your foreplay, you do it in one position, you go back to him doing foreplay, then you doing foreplay and posi- like, that's kind of like how it goes. And there are, there has been a situation where it's like, you're giving a really good flow job. I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, let's go. But he finishes and you're like, oh, all right, well, guess I'll go do myself then, you know, but I think it's, I don't know, even foreplay turns me on doing my part of it. So it's not just the guy. It's, Mm-hmm. it's mutual yeah so i, I actually that. have a follow-up question then for for that because you guys have mentioned like you've gone all night and and that so is it is it where when a guy has an orgasm he's like done or like do you just give a chance for recharge and then you go later like i'm actually curious about that because what i had been told was basically when they're done they're done and and that's no they're not depends on the guy (laughs) depends on the guy and you know a blowjob goes a long way to get them going again like oh yeah oh yeah but they're like every time where they're like hey no just just give him a couple minutes i'm like that and you just get it's amazing how you get a standing ovation And then you're back at it again. Yes. <laughs> but it's 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 each guy's different. Like I've had some where they'll go a really long time <coughs> before they will finish. I've had some that will finish quickly, but Lord, can they go a really long time after? Like really long time mm-hmm. after. And then there's some mm-hmm. where they go really quick and it's a flop and you're like, oh no, that's why we are not together. Mm-hmm. What about you, Linnea? I think it just depends. I mean, there's some where once they're done, like you can't even touch it. They're squirming. But some guys <laughs> like that. Right? And so it just, I guess that's where some of the communication comes in. But also, like if you're going more than once, that's where if he finishes before you do, he's going to make sure you finish. And a lot of times that's yep. going to be enough to get him going. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm learning so much. This is good. I like this. I'm actually learning a lot from this. (laughs) I'm so glad it's an education for you, Christina. It's amazing. (laughs) You know what? You'd think at 38 that I'd have more experience. I don't. That's the thing. I I had one partner for like for my marriage. That was it for almost Mm. 16 years. And and so now having the experience of different partners is very new for me. So I actually, yeah, like I don't want to turn this into like a now you know kind of a moment. But <laughs> but it's like, I, I feel like there are some women out there who are in the same boat as me, who have been in yes. marriages for years and years and are just starting to date or have different partners now in their 30s and 40s. And quite frankly, it's a bit of a, a world crasher sometimes mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. do this right so um no i i do very much appreciate that that did sound totally nerdy though <laughs> no not at all i i want to bring it back so i want to ask you guys about your first time and was it how you thought it would have been no. <laughs> silence it's just silence. like a lot of shaking their head horizontally side to side and it's like oh no tell me about that who wants to go first 
<laughs> Nobody. So <clears throat> my first time, uh, oh, geez. his parents, everyone was home. So we lived at home. Obviously, we were in high school. And we started on the bed. And it turned into like a big incident where the whole family ended up coming running to the door. So we started where I was like on the bed. I was nervous, whatever. And then he thought he'd get creative and pick me up and go sit down in a chair. The chair had wheels. The <gasps> chair rolled from underneath him and onto the ground with poor little Allie on top, screaming at the top of her lungs because I thought his heinous had permanently implanted in my chest because of how far <laughs> up it went. Oh, like, oh. this wasn't, oh yeah. So they all come running to get to the door and I'm like, <laughs> And he wasn't, he wasn't small, this guy, but it was also like, I didn't really pay attention because it was the first time. So he was like leading the way. There was no foreplay. There was no nothing, right? Like it was the first time he was older and whatever. And um, I didn't even know that he was not circumcised either until, yeah, like that's how much part I really took into it other than the injury and after. So the injury yeah, oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh man. man you never want your first time to be a family affair ever <laughs> never it sounded ever. really bad you know it what it really did it makes it, it makes very a, incestual <laughs> it makes for a hell of a story though like that i that's like well, i don't they were all there and it was like trying to just whatever late at night before i had to get driven home kind of thing right and um no just no <laughs> just no just no <laughs> linnea how about you what about your first time my first time was not consensual so totally different mm, well, yeah. drinking in a basement it was awful definitely not how i, I mean i was always a hopeless romantic like I want the rose petals and the candles and the music. Yeah, definitely not. I've never had that. I'm 20-some partners in. So, yeah, definitely not. I'm really sorry that happened in a non-consensual way. That's not how anyone wants to have their first time. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, not a good time, but... No. We love you. Yeah. Oh, I love, love you, you, too. <laughs> how about what you, about Christina? you, Christina? No, nope, ask you first. first. Okay, fine. My first time I was young and I remember it was super awkward. I'll actually go back in time a little bit here. And I remember before we actually had sex, like this is like before the actual day, like we were in his basement and I remember he was like dry humping me to show me what he was going to do when we actually had sex. And I was like, this is weird. Like I was so young. Like I didn't know what that meant, but I remember I was like, oh, that sort of feels good. And like, I didn't really know what was going to happen. And then when it, the actual act happened, it was so awkward. I just remember feeling like I didn't know what I was doing. It hurt so much. Like the guy was so well endowed, probably one of the top three guys that like with penis size, like it was huge. It was too much. <laughs> Like, I would have rather, like, something real small for the first time, you know? Um, and I just remember, like, it was so awkward. I can remember there being, it was a bunk bed, okay? Like, we're in the bottom bunk. Like, that is so gross. 
Like <laughs> when you really think, all I can remember is like the black springs, like over top of my head. And I remember staring at them, like hoping it was going to be over soon. It was not an enjoyable experience. It was like, I just want to go home and I never want to see this guy. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So that was my first time. I don't think I've ever actually shared like what that actually was like. And I can still remember what I was wearing that day. I can remember the smells. I remember what was on the nightstand. Like, it's so weird how the first time is so huge. And I don't even entirely know if it was consensual in the way, like, I knew it was going to happen, but I knew I wasn't ready and he didn't ask. So it just sort of was like, this is what's going to happen. I was sort of told this is what's going to happen next, next, next. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a awkward situation for sure. What about you, Christina? We all sort of know when your first time was, but we want to know if it was what you had hoped it was going to be. It was not. I can <laughs> end of story cut right. No, <laughs> no, it was, um, it was actually camping. This was the first camping trip I had done, uh, solo with a partner and I was uh the first time I had sex was in my 20s um so Mm -hmm. uh went camping and I remember him telling me as we were driving there that uh his (laughs) his mom shouted at him as he left the house don't forget your condoms (laughs) thanks mom thanks mom oh awkward she's she's looking out for him um, but I do remember the actual act of it because we we had talked about it and um, I knew that it was it was going to happen. We kind of planned it. But I remember I remember it hurting like it actually like it hurts when um, when you have it for the first time. I don't know I, if that was your guys's experience, but it really hurts when you have sex for the first time. At least it did for me. And for me, because I had my faith component in there and I wasn't married in that I was actually I was actually ill afterwards which is not like I threw up the first time after the like after I had sex for the first time because I was so guilt-ridden for having it that it just it was not an enjoyable time at all it really wasn't and like you have this image I think it was Allie uh, or, or Linnea, who mentioned like the rose petals, like kind of the image you had in your brain of what you wanted your first time to be. And it was nothing like that. And I just thought, this is awful. Who wants to do this? <laughs> Thankfully, like it gets better after you like get into it. But still like, yeah, that first time was just no, no, it just mm-hmm. wasn't, was not enjoy as enjoyable for me as it is now right? Like as you kind of get more experienced and you find out what you like and what you don't like, then it actually helps you feel a little more empowered because I had no clue what it was like, right? Like the first time you have, you kind of have a little bit of an idea, but you don't actually know what it's like or what it feels like or, or what, right? So, um, it kind of, yeah, it was just not, not what I wanted it to be at all. No, we all have something in common now. Um, We all had awful first times. So, you know, anyone listening, if you thought yours was bad, well, we all thought ours was bad too. (laughs) If anybody had like a phenomenal first time, I would love to hear about that one. I don't think I've ever heard of like an amazing first time. 
Yeah, I'm curious if there was an amazing first time, like honestly though, where it wasn't awkward or anything. It was just like, this was the good stuff. Like, I don't know. Well, and it was actually pleasurable, right? Like it was actually pleasurable for both people, right? That's the key. Because usually with with guys is what I've heard, like the very first time guys have sex, it doesn't last very long, right? Oh, we're talking like the first time they have sex ever? Because I mean, I've met some men in their late 30s that it doesn't last very long ever anyway. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) Across the board now. I mean, I take that as a compliment. True. True. It's true. Like, if it does go quick, you know that you're doing something right. (laughs) Right? And they're always so upset about it. I'm like, hell, I got, as long as I got mine, I don't care how long you take. I got off. I'm obviously doing something right. I'm happy. I mean, I don't have time to go hours anymore either or energy or like, I want my sleep. Like as long Mm -hmm. as we both get off, I don't care if you last half an hour, four hours or 30 seconds. Like as long as I got off, you got off, we can both go to bed now. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, it's like end transaction. Here's your receipt. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) We have talked about things being transactional in the past. (laughs) I can't do that well that's the end of part one of our panel of ladies but don't worry we won't leave you waiting in anticipation for too long tune in next week where we'll go even longer and then finish off our spicy conversation in the meantime check us out on Spotify Apple Podcasts and Anchor we'll catch you on the next episode bye